I, I really want to get to this review. Sure, um, let's do it. We uh, we had a chance yesterday, uh, Craig, myself, John, and Kevin, uh, to have lunch at Tony's Town Square Restaurant in the Magic Kingdom. And, uh, oh, there's just so much to say. Are we going to show Craig's package first? Yes, we have to show Craig's. <laughs> <laughs> It's video package. Well, HR. <laughs> let's uh, let's get right to it. Um, we, uh, like I said, we we had lunch at the restaurant yesterday. Uh, wasn't particularly difficult. I, I don't think to get a, a reservation. Um, no, it, it was not difficult. And uh, let's talk about what we uh, what we ordered, Kevin. Can we talk about what we liked first? I liked where our seat was. And I thought our waiter was really good. The first time ever we ate in the glass-enclosed, quote-unquote, outer room. Mm. It was very pretty. It was very nice. It was, nice. very nice. And on a chilly day, it was a great place to sit. Atmosphere was fantastic. <clears throat> and the, our uh, waiter was really good. Service was excellent. It goes downhill from <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, that's, that's about it. There's a couple of, a couple of minor bright spots, but, um, yeah. You're not going to get tan from them. <laughs> no, you're not. We started out. We ordered the zucchini fries. We ordered the calamari. We ordered the pasta fajoule. And we ordered the seasonal soup, which at the time was wedding soup. Everything was uh, between $8.49. Oh, the calamari was $11.99. And the soups were each $6.49. Should we stop there and do this, or should we get yeah, through the whole list? Let's do that first. Okay. I will tell you, I had the zucchini fries, and I thought they were pretty good. We decided you won. That they were they were quite good. Um, nice uh, Thousand Island, you know, dipping sauce. Nothing. No, I mean, look, not out of this world. Not oh my god, I must go back to Tony's Town Square for the zucchini fries. But they were good. Well, that was the only thing we ordered that we ate all of. Yeah. That plate went back empty. That should also tell you something. John, you had the wedding soup. Craig and I both had the wedding soup. Uh, pretty much it was um, colored water with meatballs floating in it. Hmm. It had no, the broth had no discernible flavor. None whatsoever. And salty water. Salty, it was salty salt water, water, yeah. We thought the meatballs were okay, but really this was just awful. Yeah, the meatballs were pretty good. Yeah, I thought the meatballs were pretty good. However, once you ate your three meatballs and you were full, and you're, I mean, it was just terrible. The soup yeah. itself was awful. I couldn't remember if there was any spinach at all after driving home, thinking about it. And looking at the picture, there is some, but barely any at all. Hardly yeah. any. There yeah. was spinach. There was vegetables in it. They were all cooked beyond recognition, down to the point where they were just a mush. It was just awful. Just terrible. I had the pasta for Jewel. It would take <sighs> It would take the rust off your bumper. <laughs> Every one of us tried it. And that everyone, acidic, huh? Oh, it was battery acid and tomatoes. Um, this is going to be a theme anytime red sauce is involved. This came in a beautiful ceramic bowl, and it had a little ceramic top to keep it hot, which I thought was a nice touch. However, that's what went back of our soup. Yeah. In my opinion, this was inedible. It was so acidic and tart. And it's it's a problem for for those of you who have made a red sauce from a can. If you've made your own red sauce, your own marinara sauce from a can, you know that if you don't cook it enough in a certain way and add certain spices and ingredients, 
you're going to have that very acidic, almost tin, tinny taste to it. We actually decided, to, we were trying to figure out if it had a fish flavor because it was so tinny and acidic. This is out of a can and it has not had any love whatsoever. <clears throat> and that, <clears throat> excuse me, unfortunately was absolutely a theme for the lunch in terms of anything red that was on a plate. Um, uh, it, it was absolutely atrocious how bad it was. And then for the table, we got the calamari. Which was cold, undercooked, rubbery. Oh, jeez. And as soon as it's, you know how you're not supposed to be able to smell fish? Yeah. As soon as it was set down, set on our table, all of us went, oh. Mm. Wait, is that the whole calamari dish? Yes. The calamari. Okay. It looks looks like it was like different frying techniques. Well, it was. You have the rings and you have the tentacles, the, the legs. Um, which is okay. I'm fine with that. I, I enjoy both. But it literally was. It was so poorly executed. The breading fell off. The, the it calamari was soggy was, and cold. The calamari was like rubber bands. It was so chewy. And then, you know, to make it even better, they served it with a side of acid. <laughs> oh my god one of the worst red sauces ever ever this kevin said it's not like they opened a can of tomato paste and just emptied it into this little dish it was awful awful awful, awful. now we also ordered a flatbread they call it their um i'm sorry what it, uh, Joe's Artisanal Pizza, Italian sausage, pepperoni, roasted peppers, caramelized onions, and garnished with fresh basil. I'm going to guess this was 11 inches long and 8 inches wide. Again, covered in battery acid red sauce and came out, I don't think lukewarm would have done it justice. The cheese had healed. You know, once cheese gets cold again, it stops looking melted and yeah. kind of goes back to its original state. And this was a, um, something on there they're very proud of. It's an artisanal pizza. And I'm going to shock the daylights out of you. This was $18. Whoa. Wow. $17.99. And I, look, I will say this. It, yeah, it could have been warmer. It was not awful. It was by no means the best flatbread pizza i'd ever had and certainly by no means was it worth 18 dollars. but in comparison to some of the other things we were had been served and we were about to be served uh for for our meal uh this was one of the highlights for me was that it wasn't terrible i always gauge us on how much went back and two-thirds of this one yeah back. yeah that tells you something when you have four hungry guys and we all sat down and said we're starving. Two-thirds of our $18 artisanal flatbread went back. What did the waiter say? Did he say anything? No. I don't get the, I get the feeling he's not surprised when things okay. go back. No one mentioned, why are you not eating this? We were polite. How were things? Oh, okay. This was Thank not you. adversarial at all. No, we our, our waiter was great. One of the things what we've always tried to do when we do any restaurant review is we don't do the, this is terrible, send it back, give right. me something new. We try to do it first impression and just sort of move from there. But it was funny. The only time he actually asked, like, oh, did you not like that? Was whenever uh, you said something about your coffee. You overheard That was the only oh, really? time. Coffee, yeah. John ordered a cup of coffee, and they, brought, they told him the milk was 1% milk, and he brought him a cup of coffee and a whole little creamer of milk, and John poured the entire creamer into the cup of coffee. 
and the coffee was still coffee colored. Not coffee with cream. It was still almost oh, black. Um, Pete ordered a cup of coffee and he asked for right whole milk or cream. Half and half. Yeah. Half and half. And got a real cup of coffee. It was pretty good, too. Yeah. It was a Joffrey's. It was good. The, the pizza garnish looks like confetti to me. Well, this is yeah. a theme. I, I've decided they got their shredded cheese from c- Central Shops. <laughs> this is like the snow that falls on Main Street. The cheese did not look real. And it never melted. You'll see it in some other pictures, too. We moved on to entrees, and I consider a a great test is chicken parm at any Italian restaurant. Yeah, Chicken parm is kind of like one of the basics that Mm -hmm. transcends all Italian restaurants. Mm -hmm. So anytime I go to an Italian restaurant that I haven't been to in a while, I get the chicken parm. Pete ordered the chicken parm also. John ordered the cannelloni. And Craig ordered the spaghetti and meatballs, as that was what the waiter said was the most popular dish on the menu. (laughs) All of them had red sauce on them. And all I can tell you is the vast majority... Oh, uh, Pete and I realized that if you took your knife and your fork and you removed all traces of the red sauce, you basically had one giant chicken tender, and it was edible. Yeah. But it was... Panko crusted fried chicken. Yeah, I actually thought that uh, the breading on the chicken was 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 unique. Was interesting. Was it's an interesting breadcrumbs? No, but I'm saying that they obviously did something to it. It had a sweetness to it. It okay. had, um, and I'm like, oh, okay, wow, that's a really nice, that's a really nice flavor profile. Of course, you know, you molest it with that. That 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 vile red sauce. With any Italian restaurant, if you don't have your sauce down, everything else is no, they it's do not, not have fall their sauce in line. Down. I mean, they it's do just, not everything the, has that. Whole, I will know. say that the pasta was cooked correctly. It wasn't mush. It wasn't dumbed down. The spaghetti was cooked well. So, and the chicken was fried, and then they covered it with a glop of undercooked red sauce. And if you, I finally removed every. I even blotted it with a napkin at one point to get rid of it. And I did eat my whole chicken, but the pasta and that horrific sauce. I will say, I I honestly have to say that um, I'm not ridiculously picky when it comes to my red sauce. I'm picky with this red sauce I make. Okay, when I cook it myself, then I'm very picky. But generally speaking, you know, I, I don't think ever in my life have I actively looked to scrape marinara sauce off something because it was so bad i'm not that picky i don't think i am either this was this was really just that bad it was just bad Mm -hmm. um i mean inedible bad this wasn't just oh it's a taste preference everyone at the table could not either it made your tongue feel raw yeah it was awful so i don't know i mean maybe this was a bad batch um (laughs) you know i'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt but i've got to say i watched other dishes go back yeah, a lot of dishes were going back half-eaten. Right. That's a bad sign. John had the cannelloni, and his had the red sauce over it, but then they had put like a cheesy, creamy sauce. Like a bechamel around or bechamel around the outside. Which is like one of my favorite things ever. But if you mix that with a little bit of the red sauce, it toned it down. So he gave me a bite. And I said, well, that's better than what well, I the, had. Yeah, the cream is going to... The, the cream, cream is gonna, and the cheese. Well, it's going to help help bring down the acidity. I couldn't eat it. I sent 90% of it back. Mm. Even with pushing the stuff aside and mixing up, I thought it was awful. It was just a giant bowl of mush that tasted bad. Pasta okay, Craig, you're up. 
Oh, yeah. So spaghetti and meatballs. Um, so everybody got red sauce, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there See, was. I'm more of a chicken piccata, chicken yeah, marsala. Those, those are not here. However, okay. those are not there. Is the yeah. menu presented. The very limited menu. I'm going to read you the rest of the entrees. Um, there's a margarita pizza. There's a Caesar salad. There's a New York strip steak. There is Joe's artisanal pizza. There's a pasta primavera which is vegetables cooked in garlic and olive oil. And then there is a shrimp scampi. Those are the options. Okay. Yeah, the, the pasta primavera was my initial choice that I was going to go with. And I was thinking about it too. Whenever yeah. they said, oh, well, yeah, spaghetti and meatballs, it's like, okay, well, for the sake of the review, go with that. Um, and just like the the soup, the meatball was actually really good. It was just a larger version of it. You could tell that uh, that's not like a frozen meatball that they – just warmed up somehow. Yeah, it's a sausage it was, meatball. Yeah, yeah. It's... It was it was made with uh, care, um, and I, I did scrape the sauce off of it. And I had both meatballs, and they were both good. And uh, I was able to eat some of the pasta too that wasn't uh, on the. Yeah, but when you have side. to do an autopsy and dinner to eat it, <laughs> I I flat out said that. I would have preferred it if it would have just came with like buttered noodles in the two meatballs and went the kids' route on uh, the food. It would have actually been a really good meal then. Yeah. Yeah, a jar of prego would have been three steps up from this. And I and I consider prego, well, I consider ragu the worst red mm-hmm. sauce ever made in the history of red sauce. But now there's a new contender. There's a new contender for the bottom. Yeah, it's a race to the bottom here. But we, uh, that would have been I think ragu would have been better than this. We ordered a couple of desserts. Um, Pete had the no sugar added raspberry sorbet. We also ordered the – there was a special dessert that day. The chef's selection was a lemon cheesecake with um, what looked like corn and raspberry yeah. fooling. And Craig ordered the tiramisu. I'm sorry. I've never seen – that's how it came out. Do you see the in chocolate a, running down the sign? In a coffee cup. It was of. a coffee cup where somebody had taken a splotch of this and went <laughs> – that was the presentation at a Disney restaurant. Huh. This is a pre-plated dessert. You can tell they have all of these in their freezer yeah. somewhere or refrigerator somewhere, and then they bring them out. And How was the sorbet? The sorbet was okay. Um, it was it was okay. Raspberry I mean, sorbet. It was raspberry sorbet, it was and it really wasn't particularly good raspberry sorbet. It just wasn't. It wasn't disgusting. I thought it was really tart. It um, didn't have red sauce on it. But I like that. I do yeah. like that tartness to to some of my desserts and things like that. So I don't mind that. Um, it just yeah, it didn't didn't blow my skirt up. Craig, how was the um, tiramisu? <clears throat> uh, it wasn't awful. I ate a good amount of it. It just didn't really taste like any tiramisu I've ever had before. Uh, I did appreciate the the cleverness of serving the tiramisu in a coffee cup, but yeah, they did it so sloppily that it was kind of lazy on their part, especially for a what six dollars fifty cents for that dessert. Seven, seven dollars, six ninety nine. Yeah, that's you should be able to get a little bit more than that. It was espresso soaked ladyfingers, whipped mascarpone, and dark chocolate shavings. I'm sorry, I serve things better at home when I'm going to eat in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. I take more care with that. Uh, we had the lemon cheesecake, which was the special of the um, excuse me the special of the day, which I thought was excellent. I I loved it. I liked the little mound of lemon cheesecake. The little things around it were a little tart, but you liked them. I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't like. Was that, that tart. lemon too? Yeah, this was the, the little dollops around it are lemon and, and the raspberry, raspberry and it's a raspberry okay. skid mark underneath. <laughs> 
Um, this was the best thing we tasted. John doesn't like Disney desserts. This was the best thing I tasted. And how much all day. was that one? That was five ninety nine. Are you hanging on? Dinner for the four of us. Lunch. Now, lunch for the four of us. Excuse me. Now, now consider we did order a pizza and we did order a calamari. These so we could taste them. But lunch for the four of us was one hundred and seventy-seven dollars. Whoa, jeez! Yep. No alcohol. No, no alcohol. No alcohol. <laughs> there was a diet coke. There was an iced tea. There were two coffees. That's it. That was it. Jeez. So it was, and we used tables in Wonderland. So after. It was basically the same, but then the tip was included. Right. right. Can we talk about the location that, you know, I've never been uh, to this restaurant before, I guess because of the location. It's right as you enter the park, and usually you enter the park and you're, you're on a mission. Get down Main Street. And by the time and you're coming to lunch or dinner, you're too far into the park to come yeah. all the way back. Right. This should be the premier restaurant in any Disney park anywhere. I was going to ask that. Like, is it, is it a restaurant that is often overlooked because people are so ready to get into the park and get on with their day or is it something that should be well this is this this falls into what i think we can we can now call uh hollywood and vine syndrome uh it has a built-in popularity because of its location uh and as a result paying attention to quality taste flavor presentation out the window Mm-hmm. Out the window. There's, <clears throat> and and I know we always, whenever we give reviews like this, especially to restaurants like this, there is invariably that person, those people who will say you don't like anything and you're too picky. Listen, I like plenty, and I like plenty at Disney World, and I talk about it all the time. But when it's crap, it's crap, and somebody's got to say it. Now that doesn't mean you're going to think it's crap, and that doesn't mean either one of us are wrong. That's number one. Number two, when a lunch anywhere, I don't care if it's in a theme park or out, when a lunch anywhere is $43 per person, you got a right to be picky. And you got a right to say, you know what? Do a better job in how you prepare and present this food for $43 a person for lunch. And number three, there's no excuse that we're doing it for the kids because they want to see the characters because this is not a character meal. They don't have characters to fall back on. This is just plain bad. It's bad food, and it doesn't need to be in one of the flagship theme parks in the world. Kevin is absolutely right. This should be a beacon of how it is done. Instead, it is a highway robbery taking place in the Magic Kingdom to soak you out of as much money as they can without paying any attention whatsoever to the quality or or flavor of what they're serving you. The de- the theming in this restaurant is a statue of Lady and the Tramp in the center of the back part of the restaurant. Well, dogs would enjoy this restaurant. Right. But then the rest of the restaurant... I mean, where we were sitting, the theming was reduced to window clings. You know those vinyl window things you stick on for mm. holidays? That's the level of theming. And I'm sorry, this has the best location. I mean, first of all, it's perfect per- for parade viewing. Oh, yeah. And it has the premier location of any restaurant in any theme park anywhere. And Disney has proven that they can make good Italian food. Right. There's the new restaurant in Epcot. That serves very good Italian. Oh, it's not about it's not about a, it's not about ability. 
It's about willingness. It's about why should we? We're making money. People are coming. We're filling the place. What do we care? And the restaurant was crowded as we left. When we went in, we had a reservation at 1 o'clock, and the restaurant started to fill up. When we were leaving, the rest of the restaurant was fairly full. Hmm. And that's where Disney gets a shame on you. Because this is an absolute classic example of it's location, 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 screw everything else. This restaurant should not. And this restaurant has been consistently this bad. Consistently this bad. Um, It's also filled because of the lack of sit-down restaurants. With Be Our Guest being out of reach, you have Liberty Tree Tavern. Other than that, it's pretty much fast food. Well, and you got Skipper Canteen now. Oh, that's right. I haven't been there yet. But I think that's exactly why we were (laughs) able to get into Tony's Town Square so easily on Martin Luther King Day. Because now that you have Skipper Canteen, this is the first one to start losing uh, some of its popularity. Well, I'll tell you what. Skipper Canteen is a much, much, much better option than Tony's Town Square. If you want to spend some money and get a halfway decent meal, a better than halfway decent meal, go to Skipper Canteen. Skip this dump. Now, I also have to say we got a reservation very easily on Friday for that Monday. And then on Sunday, we decided to move it from dinner to lunch. And that was done without a problem also. Mm. So reservations were available. Yeah. I, I my, my, Look, if, if, if my opinion matters to any of you, uh, skip this place. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. There are better places to eat in the Magic Kingdom. There are better experiences. You know what? Cosmic Rays is going to serve you a better meal. Go get a waffle sandwich at Sleepy Hollow. There you go. I mean, there's just a lot of better options. And this should be your last stop. This should be, there's no place else to eat. And if I don't eat now, I'm going to die. Um, <laughs> outside of that, outside of that, skip this place. And I know, I'm sure there are some of you out here who love it, out there who love it. And think it's the best, the best restaurant. And look, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I am. You're wrong. It's not <laughs> um, the best restaurant. It's not the well, best if, anything. No, I'm saying that you know we can have differing opinions, and nobody has to be wrong. This is just mine. This is just mine. That's all. And I just happen to have a microphone. Um, so this was a snapshot of our experience. I have eaten here before. Uh, this is pretty much the same experience I've had every time I've eaten there. Not had a good meal there. Um, I go back because of what we do. And I want to see, maybe they have changed because things can change. We've seen it happen many times. And I hope that at some point, Disney says, yeah, you know what? We can do better here, and we should. We also all went in and had the discussion before we ordered anything. Let's do this with an open mind. Don't come in with right, a preconceived exactly. notion that this is horrible. And I always do. Always do. I know you do as well. You're open. You, we want it to be good. We want to come back and say, this was great. Unfortunately, this time... Fate was against us, and so was the red sauce. So um, we're not able to. But yeah, that's our uh, that's our experience at Tony's Town Square Restaurant. So with that, that will do it for this episode of the Dis Unplugged. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with you again next week with another edition of our show. Take care, everybody, and remember: stay out of Tony's Town Square Restaurant. <laughs> Go into the lakes before you go into Tony's Town Square <laughs> restaurant, okay?